Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. friends hello friends <laughs> what's happening <laughs> i'm shen and i'm lay welcome back to the wilding that podcast take 25 yeah whoa a rough time today but we're here friends that's the bottom line that's what matters we're pushing through we showed up mm-hmm. thank you guys for joining us yeah thank you thank <laughs> i'm just gonna just check in with you because you know this has been a struggle yeah, it's a struggle. This week has been a struggle. Yes. This day has been a struggle. We're back to drinking wine. <laughs> I took a little break. Right. But my cup is full now. My cup is very full. We did dry January. Did you do that too? I did. And not on purpose. I just forgot to drink. Wow. No, mine was definitely intentional. <laughs> I was very hard. Was it? Yeah, it was. But then now, but it's so funny because now I'm like a lightweight. Like now, the other day, my um, Leon and I had like a glass of wine and I was like, whoa, whoa, hello, whoa, the room's spinning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I used to be like guzzling wine like you wouldn't believe it. Oh, man, that sounded awful. But I mean, hey, truth be told, we keep it real here. But yeah, I used to be able to like, you know, handle my own. And now I'm just such a lightweight. But that'll be good, though. It'll be more like inexpensive. Yeah, you're saving those coins. Right? That's good. One glass a day? That's, whoa. Listen, not me. <laughs> give me the bottle. Just I give just it to me intravenously. Yeah, <laughs> suck it to my veins. That's it. I want it direct. <laughs> oh my goodness, are you asking me how um, I'm doing? Because I want a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Please. I'm livid. I don't oh, care I when know. this posts. Even <laughs> if this posts December twenty fifth of twenty twenty seven, I'm still gonna remember this day and how pissed I was when they announced that they were pushing back March break. How dare you? If you're not, a, if you are a listener who doesn't like when we curse, close your ears and turn it down if your kids are around. How the fuck can you, like, how dare, yeah. how dare you think it's okay for you to push back March break? Do you know how hard teachers are busting their asses? Are you kidding me? Like, for you, to, like, there's literally no justification for it whatsoever. It wasn't like the kids were home for the last two, three weeks for those of us who, or for the, for the, for the teachers who weren't teaching virtually. Teachers were still planning. They were still prepping. Kids were still learning. They just weren't yeah. in the building. So mm-hmm. we've just been, like, slaving, trying to get these kids, like, you know, like, just trying to create some semblance of normalcy for them. Like, I cannot believe March break has been pushed back. The only like the silver lining is that it'll be warmer. 
So typically when we're on break, it's like, you know, it's during March. So in Canada, it's cold. But now at least it'll be warmer. It'll be spring. But I'm so irritated because I was looking forward to it. You were so pumped for that. We need it, right? And we were like planning so many things around it. I mean, I guess we can still maintain those dates if need be. But I'm so, so, so pissed off. Like I was bitching all evening. I was so angry. I bitched myself into a nap. <laughs> like I was literally complaining so much. I just woke. I I was so shocked when I woke. You know when you wake up and you don't even know you fell asleep. Yeah. You don't know where you are, what time it is, what year it is. That's what happened to me. I woke up and I was like halfway off my bed. I'm like, what the heck? Just because I was just <laughs> yelling and complaining and screaming and hollering and just like slowly but surely I just started to fall further and further back into my sheets and then before I knew it I was fully sleeping because I was just so angry. So if you're asking me how I'm doing, I'm not doing well. I'm pissed off. I am pissed the fuck off. I want. I want my March break. I want it. Oh, I actually feel so bad for you. When I heard that news, I'm like, uh oh, Lay is probably losing her shit right now. Losing it, losing yeah. my shit. Like I was, I was angry. But you know what? I'm just gonna, just, just, just like everything else. Like everything else, just like pivot. <laughs> That's it. Re- realign ourselves and just make it work. Literally all I can do. So yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Please tell me you're feeling better. <laughs> you're like, feel nope. okay. Right the same. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm just surviving okay. as per usual, surviving. I'm just trying to get through the week. Yeah. And um, that's all I'm going to say. All right. I can't talk shit about my job. <laughs> Sign the papers. <laughs> I said, I legally cannot do it. So I won't. But uh, <laughs> Lay just went to chat. Right, here we go. Um, like, but I, I just, all I did was voice the thoughts and the feelings of teachers everywhere. Every teacher in I can Canada or well, Ontario right now is like, what the living hell? What do you mean? Um, but it's fine. Like, you know, I, like I said, it is, it'll be okay. I'll work around it. I'll make sure that my, that my students, even in March, if I feel like they start to kind of like, I don't know, just lose focus because they're like expecting the break. They're anticipating like. So like that wind down time, I'll just try and work in some mindfulness and stuff like that. But yeah, it's annoying. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> enough of that negativity. You've got to bring us down. <laughs> yes, friends, we have a guest again. And we're super excited. We are. want to welcome Brooke. Hey, Brooke. Hello. Hey. You guys are hey. up. <laughs> Are I mean, we? That's the best time I've had. I'm, I'm just like smiling, laugh. I'm like, like dying laughing over here. You guys are hilarious. Oh, oh my gosh. You. Thanks. Yes. We really don't try to be. Mm-mm. Just have a lot of rage, but a lot of feelings. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Very. Passionate. So we want to check in with you. How are you doing? How's your week going? How is my week going? Um. I would say it's going very well. Um, I've been very productive, but at the same time, I feel a little strain of um, wanting to push forward in my business and the next part of my business. And I feel a little bit, a little bit of pull from that. But other than that, um, faring pretty well. It's like frosting here in Austin, the trees are like frozen and 
it's supposed to snow here, which is not the norm. So I think the whole world is just kind of still flipping upside down, even though we're all kind of ready for it to just sit still. Mm -hmm. But, you know, other than that, drinking a glass of wine with the two of you. So yeah, <laughs> what could be better? Blank, blank. Right. I like are that. you guys on lockdown? We are not. No, people are living it out. I know that they just um, did some more lockdown stuff for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. Or like more restrictions. Um, yeah. But no, we're we're. Wow. Like everything's out. open. Like clubs are open. Malls are I open. I mean, I'm not a clubber. I'm a, I'm a sleeper. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, people, I mean, people are on the lake. They're walking the trails. They're wow. out at restaurants. They're, oh, mm. yeah. Still having big weddings and all that stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. They've been, oh, the wow. time they were doing weddings. Oh, like, wow. I mean, we really? were after lockdown, I would say, after summer. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. I'm attending a Zoom <laughs> wedding on the weekend. I'm very excited about it. Wow. Yeah. I went to one like maybe two months ago. I was I, like, I forgot what I was doing. Like I just got up and like <laughs> went camera's to the kitchen, on. camera's on. I'm just like making a snack. I was like, oh shoot, what am I doing? This is a wedding. It's not, it's not the same. You're supposed to sit there as if you are actually at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dress up nicely and just sit on my couch and be like, yes. This, this is what I'm, I'm hoping to. I'm like, at least I'm going to put a little makeup on because I mean, it's exciting. It's a 500 people wedding. Like, it's a big one. Oh, yeah. stop it. A yeah. 500 yeah. people yeah. wedding. Because uh, she is uh, Jewish. I think she's Russian Jew. And he's from Uruguay. So, wow, like, big, yeah, big families. It's a yeah. big family. Um, and she's loving it because she's like, like affording a wedding of this magnitude. Oh, my goodness. It would have been so hard. And she's like, now I get to have the wedding of my dreams. And I'm like, well, yeah, I ask you if they're, they're shipping the food and the, the alcohol so you can like party it up. I know. Right. <laughs> man. Oh, man. I would have loved like, it. I wanna... That would have been awesome, actually. Like, like and mail everyone a food? bottle of wine. Yeah. Sorry. Totally I know. Good. But don't worry, it's fine. I'm gonna have my shrimp cocktail and like you know a, a lobster claw, right. <laughs> and some wine, and just like sit there and sip. I'm excited. It's gonna be pumped. The Valentine's Day wedding, super cute, so fancy. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I love it. Oh, that is awesome. I know, right? Okay, wow. friends, it's our favorite time of the episode. It's where we nominate oh, bomb moms. Um, oh, if you time. have a bomb mom that you want to nominate, please don't hesitate. Jump into our DMs and send your noms tell us why the mom that you know or don't know just admire um tell them tell me tell us why you want to nominate them and let's do it um you can also send us your noms on our website um so you can shoot us a message there and we will mm -hmm. highlight your awesome mom um my mom that's mom, right mom. huh go ahead okay all right <laughs> I'm going to nominate a mom who uh, I met through, actually through my cousin, um, and she's just awesome. Her name is Stacy Best, and she is an incredible makeup artist, super duper talented, mother of two beautiful boys. Um, and, you know, she, she was doing her thing, obviously just killing it in the industry, and then was like, hmm, 
well. I'm a makeup artist and I'm constantly using products from other brands that are great and that I love, but why not create my own brand of makeup, my own line of lashes, my own, like, you know, uh, lipsticks and all that great stuff. And especially as a black woman thinking about like, how am I going to make sure that like there are enough pigments and there are things and shades and all that stuff that like can highlight and accentuate our beauty. So I'm going to create something um, for us by us and yeah she created best beauty cosmetics and um i was like i feel like her lippies sell out so fast there was one color in particular that i i continue to add to my cart forget to check out and when i go back to check out it's gone i'm like my god <laughs> like her shit goes super fast because it's so great so anyway stacy you're such an inspiration mm-hmm. um you know your boys are beautiful and she's also really passionate about social justice and other things um so i really do love her and admire her and think that she deserves to be highlighted. So she's my bomb mom now. Since we're going the local makeup artist route, so I'm going right. to nominate Keisha Ming. She has a beauty line called KM Beauty. And um, yeah, I just want to put her out there. We shout out a, a small business owner yeah. locally. So go out and support friends. Brooke, do you have a bomb mom now? I do. <laughs> so I, <clears throat> excuse me, have a very close friend. Her name is Jennifer Wooten, and um, she has been thinking about starting her own fitness um, venture for a very long time in the dance cardio world of Austin. And um, she sat on it for a while, trying to really weigh the pros and cons of this time in our lives of being moms and um, what it means to start a business, you know, while raising children. And Mm -hmm. she really did it with lots of intention and thought behind it. And she finally um, launched it last week. So um, I know I'm so incredibly proud of her, Uh, her, new business is called beat fitness ATX and um, she is incredible and she is going to crush it. And I just am so excited and proud of her for just, you know, doing something outside of being that mom and really taking control and enjoying um, her passion and sharing it with the world. So it's really cool. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. It's like a recently launched too. Good for her. I mean, launching a business anytime is challenging, but launching one during the pandemic is super bold and like courageous. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to her. Good I know. Her. I know. I'm pumped for her. I'm really There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of pumped, we are pumped to have uh, Brooke. Oh, I did the segue. I got yes. it. Segue. <laughs> We're pumped to have you on our show today. Um, can you just let our listeners know a little bit about you and what you do and why you're here to help us today? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Um, well, hello, all of you fans. I now understand why you guys are fans of these beautiful women because they are hilarious and keep it real, right? Oh. Um, I am Brooke Weinstein. I am a doctor of occupational therapy. And um, you can find me by looking up Dr. B. Um, and I worked with pediatrics for about 10 years. And there was definitely some breakdown in trying to impact children in the way that I wanted and had hoped to and had set out to when I first started on my career path of pediatric occupational therapy. And what I recognized after a decade in the business and about six years of owning my own business, um, after selling that business, I recognized from myself having two preemies during that time, being a mom, being a wife and owning a business, I was stretched so incredibly thin that I really could then understand when I would try to help moms do parent education and teach them what they needed to do to help their children. I really now understood why things weren't happening at home versus just having me quote, fix their child in therapy one hour a week. And it's just not enough. It wasn't enough to reach those goals. And it's because moms are burned out. Moms are stretched too thin. We're working so damn hard. The world moves so damn fast. And mm -hmm. the information and the things that I was working on with children, what I recognized being my own mother was actually that I really, really learned skills to be a mom because of the knowledge that I had and the neuroscience and the understanding of the sensory system and the understanding of a whole bunch of crazy things that I never knew would prepare me for motherhood. But those aren't things that anyone learns. There's no book for all the answers in motherhood. Yeah. And yeah. now what I do is I I believe that it starts with the moms and I believe that it starts with the parents understanding how to regulate your nervous system, how to um, come off of fight or flight and break that cycle of mommy burnout and learn how to take care of yourself and by ingraining and rewiring your brain and being able to take care of yourself neurologically, emotionally, and physically, you will then be able to parent from that space and teach your children how to do the same. And they will see you taking care of yourself and regulating yourself and it will become natural rather than having to pay for all of this extra therapy on top of school and extracurriculars and, you know, 504s and IEPs and all these extra mm -hmm. things that kids need these days. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. So focusing on uh, the pandemic and also considering Lay and I's lives at this very moment, um, I think it's safe to say that both of us are feeling extremely burnt out and stretched completely thin. I mean, I could speak for myself. I'm, I'm so tired that for even when I want to do something for myself so badly, 
I can't find the strength or the mental capacity to even have five minutes of something that would be productive and healthy for myself. Do you have this complaint more recently now that it's a pandemic and moms are home with their children more, helping them with online learning, still having to work from home and run their household? It just sounds like that sounds crazy, but that's people's reality right now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I think becoming a mom, we don't realize how much pressure is placed upon us to show up as these perfect human beings. And I explain this cycle of mommy burnout of like stage one is you're going to give the healthy, non-GMO, organic <laughs> puffs and, and the, you know, <laughs> gluten-free whatevers and the this and that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I am just going to like take the bull by the horn. And I am just going to do this. Like I'm going to do it up and I am just going to be super mom. And you think this is going to last forever. And then the next phase is like, your kids are really thriving and all of a sudden your self-care starts to dwindle a little, but like your kids are thriving and like you start to eat the leftover macaroni and cheese left over on the plate and like, you know, it's fine. You'll eat later, but like you start to feel a little guilty for doing it for yourself and going and doing the self-care, but your kids are still thriving. So you keep going. Mm-hmm. And the next phase is, phase is like, chronically grumpy it's just chronic grumpy you wake up and you're like pissed you wake you go to sleep and you're just like pissed and (laughs) you start snapping at your kids more and you start snapping at your partner more and you just are just exhausted and the to-do list is starting to absolutely control your life and it's starting to show in your everyday and then the last phase is like complete and utter burnout where everything else has taken control of your life and you don't really understand or remember your spirit. You feel lost. You feel exhausted all the time and there's no room for you and you're not taking care of yourself. And at that point, you're at complete and utter burnout. But what we have to do is we have to stop the cycle before we get to stage four. We have to be able to, from stage one, remember no matter how beautiful, yummy, and delicious and expensive those cauliflower, organic, non-GMO, gluten-free puffs are. Like you have to continue taking care of yourself, checking in with yourself, seeing how you're feeling, how you're doing, what do you need and give it to yourself. Because if you don't move through that process of checking in with yourself and then giving yourself what you need, you're just going to keep going and going and going and the hamster wheel will continue. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't recognize that we, it's not that we don't have the time. It's that we place guilt and shame on ourselves. We can always find something and be like, Oh, I snapped at my kid. So I should like, I got to make up for that. Or like, Oh my God, I screamed at them. It's my fault. I can do better. And so you wake up and the cycle continues to push through and do more. And it just, we, we you can just never get a break unless you choose and take responsibility and decide I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm good enough. And like, it's okay that I screamed at my kid today and I'm still going to go take a break for myself. Mm. You have to put it in there. I think the idea of, you know, I feel like I'm good at trying to take time for myself. I think I learned fairly early in motherhood 
that how crucial that was for me. I think it was like, I don't know, I want to say, I think it was the two week mark. My daughter's only mm. two weeks old. And I remember, I think it was like just before the two week mark. So maybe she was like 11 or 12 days old. And I found myself just crying in the shower. I was crying and I was mm. crying for so long. And it was a number of things. Like it was like the scabbing from breastfeeding and fatigue and the pain from my stitches and all these different things. But it was also because I just felt like I just wanted a moment. Like yeah. she was cluster feeding. I'm like, I just need, I just feel like I can't, I feel needed. And that's so special, but so daunting. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so the fact that I needed so much by you know what I mean? Because she she was I couldn't pump because well, I was told not to pump anyways. I was told like just breast, just this, just that. So yeah, and I remember just saying like, I'm pumping. I'm gonna pump. I'm gonna pump. And that way, if she wants to feed, then you can do it because I just need to go and get my nails done. I, I have to leave this house. I just mm-hmm. I need not to be here. <laughs> like I don't want to be here. I don't want you to see me. I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want like I, I don't want to hear any crying. I don't want I just I just don't want that. And I did that and I felt so good. But then yeah, I I, I also what's <laughs> resonating with what you're saying is the compensation. It's doing it and then I'm like, okay, I'm doing this for me. I've engaged in self-care. I feel better. But because I was away, now I gotta do this, 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 and mm-hmm. this to make up for when I wasn't here. And that mm-hmm. I need to check myself on even now. I feel like I need yeah. to keep myself on it. If I go and I go and I do something for myself, let it be that. Let there not be mm-hmm. like, okay, so since I was gone, my phone is gone. Nothing. I can't look at anything. I can't do anything. I can't. I have to focus now on Yara because I missed four hours doing this, that, and the third. So I, I really like that piece about just still being intentional about taking time for myself and knowing that I deserve it. Absolutely. You have to have it. Yeah. It's a little hard for me because like, like you said, my new thing was like going to get my nails done. And because of the pandemic now, and we have these stay at home orders, a lot of things that were in my self-care routine are now locked down. And that's when it becomes difficult. It's like, I can only walk around the block for so long, like kicking air (laughs) to take like a second to myself. It's like, I want to do something that's enjoyable and something that makes me feel, Mm -hmm. you know, good, happy, like, like using my time wisely where I feel satisfied. And I think, I think that's where my burnout is coming from now. It's because I don't have the things that I usually use to make myself feel um, more rested or feel more satisfied or feel like I've enjoyed my alone time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, we are not on lockdown anymore um, or stay at home orders. And I have to say, hearing you say those words out loud, um, it's heartbreaking for me to hear that you guys are doing that again or having to do that. And I'm so, so sorry that you're having those orders because I remember those days and there were such highs and lows. Um, it was it was a hard, hard time and to, you guys are still doing it. And it's incredible. Um, it's, and so my, my heart really goes out to both of you. What I remember most in those days is knowing that I couldn't leave the house, but I really focused in on requesting my needs within the home. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would say mommy's on red, like mommy's on red and I need a minute. 
And they'd be like, oh, okay, mommy, you go in your room. Like, oh, okay. And I'm like, damn right, I'm going in my room. Like, <laughs> I love that. And they knew that like mommy was about to blow. And I needed, like, I don't think parents realize the value of silence. Yes. Like, if you can't go to the nail salon, shut the door, lock it, and don't let anyone in for 10 minutes. And like, stare at the wall, lay on your bed and be like, oh, I'm at a spa, I'm at a spa, I'm at a spa, I'm at a spa. Mm. <laughs> Do something like, honestly, that was my saving grace of just like offering that to myself. And the silence is just, it's necessary. And, and you do not realize it until you need it. And it's yeah. like, you don't even realize how much noise and chaos families bring. But like, just, oh, that's for sure. So much like going to the nail salon. Like, I don't know if you talk to the people who are doing your nails or toes, but like, you kind of just get to sit there. It's kind of like getting your hair done. You just kind of have to sit yeah. there and nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let someone else do something for us for a moment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. Absolutely. That's so funny you say that because like now when I get a massage or something, I don't, I feel mean, but I'm like, just don't talk to me. Oh yeah. I write that on the paper. I feel so rude. And I'm like, I feel really bad, but like possible. I'm like, I prefer to talk to you. Yeah. Don't even ask me the pressure is to just do it. Just do it. I don't care what you're doing to my body. Just don't talk to me. Silence. Silence. Yeah, yep. no, I, I hear you. I feel like I fall asleep now. Like normally I would mm-hmm. indulge them and engage because I love like my, my massage therapist. He's amazing. And uh, like he's always sharing like great stories about him and his boyfriend and their family. But I'm just like, I, I, I honestly like I, I love Greg. You're fabulous. And I'm so interested in what you and Brian have going. But I can't like I cannot. <laughs> Today we can. Today we won't. <laughs> next time. Maybe yeah, next time, maybe but not next today. Time. But like Yara was like screaming and crying before I left. She was like on 150. I know what I'm going back to. It's a no for me. Uh, Like quiet time. You don't even realize the chaos. Like remember when I sent you that voice note the other day? Spectacular. And and you were like dying of laughter. And I didn't even realize how loud my household was until I went back and listened to the voice note I sent her. And my daughter is just screaming, like growling. Like a dinosaur in the background <laughs> with the whole note. And I'm like, this sounds so chaotic. It's a good time. And I have to sit through this all <laughs> a good uh-huh. time. I don't know about that. So what kind of tips? Like what <laughs> what kind of stuff have you shared with these mothers? Like I I need some help. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. How do we fix this? Okay. So the best thing that you can do is recognize um like how you're feeling. Like these are the main tips that I work on with my clients over a three month process. And it's really stepping into like boundaries and triggers and what's coming up for you. And we go through the whole process, but the first step is to really figure out like in the moment, like I loved when you were saying earlier, like I'm just pissed. Like you owned it. Like Mm -hmm. you have to own your feelings to become regulated and understand what's going on with your body. So the first step to really like the first step I work on with my clients is how do I feel? How do I feel? How do I feel? How do like, till you're like 
vomiting like feelings all over the place. Like I feel sad. <laughs> I feel angry. I feel happy. I can feel compute. Like, not like I'm angry because you did this more of like, I'm pissed and I'm pissed because school is closed. And like, I wanted it to be open. You know what I mean? Or, but opposite, but for March break, but like owning your feelings of how you are feeling, not because of something someone else did, but just how you feel. Because a lot of times when we're in fights with our partner or we're just frustrated at our kids, at the end of the day, the core root of the onion is like, you know, when you're peeling back the layers, it's all about feelings of like how, how you're feeling that you don't want to expose. Mm -hmm. And if you can get to just like how you feel, the next step is then like, where is this coming up for me and my body? Is it in my neck? Is it in my shoulders? Is it in my jaw? A lot of people clench. Is it in my forehead? Like, do I have like a temple headache? Is it in my back? Is it like, where is it in your body? And by being aware of what's going on within your body, you're able to associate the emotional feeling with the physical feeling of emotions. Mm -hmm. And that is because you're able to like recognize what feels uncomfortable. You're able to say then, what do I need? Like, what do I need in this moment? Mm -hmm. And by really saying, I need a hug or like, I need a break. Like I need silence or I need to turn down the lights because it's too bright or I need earplugs or I need to go on a walk or I need a workout, you know, like by really expressing and giving yourself what you need and just owning it, you're really able to regulate your body by giving yourself what you need. So sometimes you feel sad. And maybe you need to cry. And then moving that energy out helps you regulate back down to like homeostasis rather than being in fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Other times you're angry and you need to punch a pillow or you need to go to a kickboxing class. And so if you give yourself that and you go kick the shit out of the bat, you're going to release that energy from fight or flight back down to homeostasis. And so if you stay in fight or flight, if you stay up there because you're stuffing down feelings and, and stuffing down emotions and feeling that burnout, if you're staying up there, you know, what they say is, you know, and when we learn fight or flight, it's a bear's chasing you, you shut down your brain, you freeze. And so mm. that's when it's like, you just sit on the couch and you're like, I have so much to do today, but like, I can't get off the couch to do what yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when you know you're literally living in fight or flight because your brain can't even function to the point of like, you're like, all right, let's be productive. Let's get the to-do list done. Let's do this. And it feels wow. so overwhelming that you just shut down. Mm-hmm. But if you can constantly take care of you and check in with you and give yourself what you need in the most strenuous moments, you'll be able to be like, um, this is where I'm at. Like, this is where I'm at and I'm going to like own that shit. And then like, I need a break. And like, you're going to handle dinner tonight because I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're going to, you're going to own it and you're going to be okay with it. And still at the end of the day, be able to say, I'm a really good mom. Like it's okay to like be sad today. It's okay to be angry today. It's okay to be frustrated. Like there's 365 days of the year and I'm going to be with my kid for a bazillion of them. 
hmm. from tons and tons of years. So like, if I snap at my kid today, it'll be okay tomorrow. Amen. Still a good mom. You know, I'm still a good mom. So those are my tips for you. Words to live by. For real. That's so funny. Just before we started recording this, I was telling my husband that I don't know. I just feel so checked out this week and I just want to come home like every day. Like my day starts so early. I get home so late. And then it's like, I'm even when I get home, it's like a go, go, go get winter ready for bed, give her her dinner, pack everyone's bags. And like, yeah. by the time that's over, I have to go to my bed because I have to wake up mad early. And I, when I get home now, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm so tired. I can't even get off of the couch. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was telling my husband, I'm like, I think I'm at the state of burnout again. And like, I need you to, you know, take some of these tasks and do them for me. And he's been really helpful this week where I come home and things are already done. Mm -hmm. So I can have a second to like, take a longer shower, stay in the shower, sing in the shower, Cry. Talk to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to myself in the shower. <laughs> but like those moments have been really helpful. Yeah. Um, for me to gather myself and, you know, live to see another day. <laughs> yeah. I think parents be like, you know, we work so hard to like find the man and 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 build the life or find our life partner and, and get married and own a home and have kids like, right. Like have mm -hmm. the life, have the dream. And yeah. like, it's almost a false sense of reality based on yeah. like somehow our parents, not saying everyone's childhood is perfect, but like somehow they did a decent or good or somewhat of a job of like showing us that like they should shield us from some of knowing what goes on behind closed doors. And because of that false sense of reality, we duplicate that and we want to give our children everything. And even if we didn't have a great childhood, we still even more want to absolutely differently, you know, differently than what we had. And so yeah. a lot of my clients say, I don't want to cry in front of my kids. I don't want to show them this. I don't want to show them that. But in my belief, we're setting them up for this false reality that like, oh, this is just easy. Like you should want this. You should, you should just go get this because the truth of the matter is this shit is fucking hard. Amen. Right. And if you cry in front of your kids and you say, mommy is sad today. You're teaching them human emotion. You're teaching yep. them it's okay to be human. It's okay to be sad. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have hard days. Mm -hmm. You're setting them up for real life reality of the world and of what they're going to have to conquer on their own one day. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I think you're teaching them emotional intelligence as well. Yeah, like I think it's so beautiful for her to under like you know what I mean because you know they're children so they're so it's so it's so like for lack of a better word like self-servicing right it's like I want to play I want to have a good time I want to do this mommy I want to do that and the other day I was just like so 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 tired after like work and I was lying down on the couch in the yard I came in and she wanted to play mommy let's play mommy let's do and she just saw me and she's like mommy mommy okay and I was like, no, mommy's very, very tired. She doesn't want to play. Oh, okay. 
And then she just sat next to me and just like sat still. And then I'm like, can we watch the show? And she's like, okay. I watched that and she had all her, like she came with all of her blocks and she was ready to go. And she's like, oh, so this isn't happening right now. And like, I feel like, you know, maybe already, like it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm already getting like on my journey to getting where you were, where I was like, I feel like years, like months ago, I would have been like, okay, yeah, let's, let's play box and yeah. I'm going to push through. But I was like, no, no, we're we're gonna watch Peppa Pig right now. Like that's absolutely yeah. happening. Like nothing more than that is happening because that's all I have the capacity for right now. And she was fine. And I think it's so important, like in that moment, to know, understand, no, we're not doing this. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to give into this. Then you have to understand that. And you have to respect that. Um, and she did. So I love this idea of not like creating this false sense of. Like mommy's always happy and mommy's Perfection. always accessible and yeah. mommy's, yes. like, no, mommy's human and experiences a variation of emotions as will you. So let me show you what it looks like when you are tired or when you're like, this is what it looks like. And here's how we're going to respond to it. And, and she responded accordingly. So, yeah. And I mean, by being tra- that transparent, <laughs> she's already aware that there's a difference in exactly. your behavior. Like, and, and, and it almost makes me feel better when, when I'm like, I'm tired winter. And I need you to go to your bed. I yeah. need you to stop saying my name 400 times a minute. Yes. And she'll just be like, okay, give me a kiss. She's like, you okay? You're okay. You're going to yeah. be okay. And I'm like, thank you. Because <laughs> I don't want to snap at her. And she's exactly. going to only start seeing two sides, the fun mommy and the bitchy mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she needs to see what happens in between. Yeah. yeah. She needs to understand that. So. I mean, we're doing them a service by saying I had enough of you today. I I definitely shed some tears when I, during our stay-at-home orders. And the first time they looked, my boys looked at me and they were like, like, what, what, like, what is, like, what is that? What do I do with this? And then all of a sudden they like both came over and just like, hugged me and then the next time I'll never forget it the next time um my older one of them said I think the older one said Eli mommy's crying we need to we need to hug her like like recruited the other one (laughs) and then they still they it's okay mommy my older one will like rub my face oh my god boys Oh, it's just God, like, please give me a boy next, please. God, <laughs> it's just, it, you know, they get used to it. And I do have conversations with them after if yeah. I like snap or if I'm crying or if I'm angry or whatever's going on to just reiterate that like mommy's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad and it's okay to be sad. And this is mommy expressing her feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're saying that is like, like amen to you saying it's teaching emotional intelligence because that is like, that is it. That's why I feel it starts with the parents because yeah. we have to understand how to do this to be able to translate this into our children's lives. And it is to be able to teach them emotional intelligence because if they don't know how to say, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, how are they going to ba- go to a bully on the playground and be like, whoa, like back the fuck up. Like that didn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if we don't teach them that and we just go through life with this perfectionist of like, oh, I'm fine. I'm happy. 
happy and just like I need to be a people pleaser. Like you got to learn how to own your feelings and be able to honor them and speak up for them. And Absolutely. a lot of us did not learn that growing up in our day and age, in our generation. You're so right. And like, that's like for sure. From, like ha- as a teacher, I see it all the time. It's like these kids act out. Like, I mean, I've been, I've, I've had a student tell me to F off and walk out of my class. And it's just like, you know, sorry, miss. I was just, I was just really, I'm like, you're really what? Tell me how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm so frustrated because no one understands this and it's, it works really hard. And it's like, no, I'm not really, cause he like had like multiple learning disabilities. It's like, it was just too much. I was asking too much. I was demanding too much. And he didn't have the capacity to say like, you know, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. And sure, like, you know what I mean? Because of his exceptionalities, that might still have been a challenge, but it's also like, I still can't help but wonder how much, how, like how much is that being encouraged at home? Tell me how you feel, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, how are you feeling? Voice the feeling before, you know, the reaction because the reaction more likely than not is just a reflection of the suppressed feeling. Like, I freaking love that you right just, of the uh, unacknowledged feeling. It's like it's just a manifestation of that. Yeah, I honest to goodness, with being an, a pediatric OT and I did um, the school system, I didn't see enough of that. Like, like I didn't see teachers knowing like to just simply when children are acting out to say, Ask. "How are you feeling?" Rather mm-hmm. than like this, like this is what I expect. This is what yeah. I need you to do. Like, we need to have more of you in the education system of being able to cater to children to say, cause you know, there's always feelings behind those. Always. always. And there's feelings behind adults behaviors. Yeah. Right. But like in order to say, Hey dude, let's talk. Like, how are you feeling? And you don't know if it's supported at home. Like mm-hmm. you're impacting that child's life in a beautiful, beautiful way that he may not be getting at home. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you know? Not enough parents understand this. They just don't. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think emotional intelligence should be a life, it's, it is a life skill. And not everyone, it's not commonly taught. I didn't learn that. I didn't learn. No, like, I didn't either. Yeah. Constantly express my feelings. Yeah. And like see my parents make yeah. mistakes and, and talk to us about that. I saw my mom raise five children and somehow she made it look super easy. Yeah. And then I felt ashamed with one child True. to tell her that I'm so tired and I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, because she didn't show me how hard it was. She didn't show me like the sweat and tears that goes behind raising five children. I don't get it. Why? Why did you do that? Why? Why? (laughs) I don't get it. I don't know how. But yeah, it's it's something that needs to be taught and practiced. And, and, And it wasn't until I was in my late adulthood where I started to tap into that and try to understand myself and my feelings and are the way I react to certain things and how I treat others is because it all it all boiled down to um, uh, my emotions and expressing them and then and, and acting out of past traumas and unresolved feelings. Mm. So th- it takes a lot of work. And if you could teach your children that from the beginning, it would be a lot easier of a journey for them. 
Yes, absolutely. Life's, life's going to happen. Shit's going to happen. And you're going to have to have those tools to work through those things. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I love this. Well, yeah. I needed this. Well, I was going to say, did it bring you back to life a little? It did. Yeah! It did, actually. <laughs> Listen, it did. Yeah. Good. I won't go to bed angry. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Good. That makes me happy. Thank you for encouraging us to give us. I told you recently, you are both doing incredible and you are doing enough. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are kick-ass and you're both doing jobs outside of this. You're running social media platform. You're promoting other bomb women. You're doing this podcast. Like you're crushing it. You're fucking crushing it. Oh, geez. Oh, oh bro. You. <laughs> you're like, so proud. awesome. Fine. Like other moms are watching Netflix right now. Like you're, you're, you're. And then you sit wrong with that. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's true. There's, there's definitely not, nothing wrong with that. But like, no, I hear you're you. You're this platform to like lift other women up. You're taking yeah. time out of your precious time that you could be watching Netflix and in a bubble bath or in the shower crying. Like, you're, <laughs> The, right like you're doing this for the betterment of you know, yeah taking up my crying time i know right so i was like this is me i have a i have a shower cry waiting for me so let's wrap this up yeah go on go no, on but honestly brooke you're you're i you i mean you didn't disappoint like we, when you introduce yourself oh. i'm like this is fantastic i need this women need this and we really want our listeners to be able to continue to get more from you and pull from you and just be inspired by you so can you tell everybody like where they can find you Yes. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That is probably my hub. It's Brooke Weinst. It's half of my last name. It's Brooke with an E and then W E I N S T. And I'm on TikTok. I freaking love it. If you haven't come to the dark side yet, come join me. (laughs) I don't know how to edit it. I hate it. Oh, you hate it till you love it. (laughs) <laughs> i love to watch tiktoks Same, yes. like t- three in the morning giggling yes. under the covers <laughs> yes. uh, that one's brooke weinstein and then my website is brookweinstein.net. and i would love to get to know any and all of you and if you dm me yes it will really be me in the dm so I love <laughs> connecting with my mamas yeah slide into the dms to connect with brooke yes absolutely well thank you for joining us tonight we had a good time and we're so happy we did this i think we needed this conversation tonight this very moment it was necessary after we're done with this give me one thing that you're going to go do for yourself i'm 100 percent going to the shower and i'm taking a long one are you gonna cry um I don't know if I'm going to cry. I think I'm just going to like stand under the water and swear a bit. I got to be honest with you. I'm still a little thinking yeah. about March break. So <laughs> yeah. I just think I might just like, like yeah. and like sit out and like, <laughs> like get that out, dance it out. <laughs> That's an idea. I dance all over the internet. Yeah. But I do want to like have a nice shower and then like lie down. Yes. Especially before my husband comes. So I'm just going to start for shit in the bed and take up all the space. And then eventually he'll come yeah. <laughs> ask me to roll over. But until then, taking up all the space. Nice. All I'm right. probably going to go watch uh, True Crime on, on Netflix. <laughs> I should be going to my bed, but I'm going to watch TV. I don't care. Ooh. Out a little. 
Yeah. I can't I watch the first have... one, but it gives me nightmares. It really does. But sometimes when I watch true crime before I go to bed, I like have dreams about sol- solving it. And I'm like, <laughs> I knew it. You wake up in the I middle of the case. Like, oh. It was Rika. him. I knew it. <laughs> and I watched the end. I was like, I was so wrong. That's so, so funny. wrong. Awesome. But yeah, with that being said, let's not go on a tangent. With that being said, mm-hmm. um, before we log off, once again, quick reminder, friends, to holler at us uh, at our website, wildinapp.ca. You can send us your bomb mom noms. And if you guys are interested in sharing your birth story, don't forget to email us and we will tell you how to do so. We've been getting great submissions and really awesome stories that we've been sharing. So please, guys, if you're interested, we'd love to hear your story. And we got you guys, we have a live Q&A coming up on IG where you guys can send us your questions and we will answer you. You can join us on the live. You could chat with us face to face. Drinks, definitely lots of drinks and snacks. <laughs> Will there be snacks? I mean, I'll be snacking for sure. There's no way that I'm gonna be on a live drinking, potentially listening <laughs> to music. Like, yeah, listen, we're gonna make it a party. We're legit gonna make it like the ultimate turn up. I'm gonna put on a. I'm gonna wear a face. I'm gonna put on some Ooh, lashes. Get a, a nice little beat. <laughs> It's going to be good. It's going to take a shower. That's wow, it. A Maybe our obnoxious husbands will make an appearance. Who knows? Maybe they'll just, just walk Most likely. to see the, uh, <laughs> to, to, to take the kids somewhere. But yeah. Winter will definitely pop in and roar at you guys. My <laughs> little <cameo>. dinosaur. <laughs> From the children. Uh, but it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. So please stay tuned for that, friends. But with that being said, nap time is over. And we will see you guys in our next episode. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. All right. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs>